Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello again, welcome to uh, Man of the Post as part of the World Football Index. I'm your host, Chris. Uh, with me, I've got Ryan. Hello. How are we? I'm not bad, you? Good, thank you very much. And I've got Jesse. Hi. How are we? I am super duper cranky. This uh, Tottenham match is, is going rapidly downhill. Yeah, but you're in your school holidays, aren't you? I am. I am. So... On school. that end, I'm I'm really relaxed. School holidays, you're a teacher, aren't you? Not a... I yes, I'm. Not I'm a student. Not a fifth grade student. No. Okay, fair enough. Well, look, we're recording this on Sunday. Uh, Sunday on Thursday. No. Nope. <laughs> we used to record this on Sunday night. That's the problem. <laughs> Schoolboy era. Uh, this is Thursday night or Thursday afternoon in New York, um, and we record this about an hour after the. Uh, news has broken that Leicester City have sacked Claudio Ranieri. They did the decent thing and announced it before we recorded, rather than afterwards, as they did with Paolo Di Canio. Um, first reactions, guys. Good thing, bad thing, terrible thing. Hope Leicester sink and never rise again. Very unfortunate thing. Um, I don't think Claudio should be to blame. No. For... The issues that they're having, I think a lot of the players got their their rise or, or you know more money when they won the league, big household names, and uh, haven't delivered since. I think that the people that should really be sacked are probably the players. Yeah, sorry, I'm just going to interrupt you, Jesse. I've just seen that red card for Deli Alley. Yeah, what do you think? What a nasty tackle that was! What a meanie. Okay, well, I, think Abby, I don't want to know what player. you think. That could have, that could have <laughs> broken his leg into. Um, shockingly, this is the first card, red card that Delhi has gotten. Um, Bloody hell! It's yeah, that was that was an absolute exercise in frustration, and he should not have reacted like that. Hang on, I was going to tweet it to your own. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely going to have to. <laughs> there you go. Um, oh. Yes, sorry. So uh, you think Ryan that it's quote unquote unfortunate? Yeah, I think it's uh, it's very unfair. I think on him. It... Yes, you know, a little bit potentially he is to blame for, for sort of carrying on picking the players, but th- this is the same team that smashed the league last year and you know, it, almost what it was Chelsea the previous season, you know. There are certain expectations that aren't being met, yeah, but surely that's the players to blame, not the manager. Uh, Jesse, they are uh, in 17th position, one point above and one position above the relegation zone. Um these are the players that won in the Premier League last year. What's what's he done wrong to not get them to perform this year? Or has he done anything wrong? Or is it just easier to sack one manager than 20-odd players? I think that's the thing. I think, you know, we tend not to give managers the time um, that they deserve because they're the easy fix or blame. Um, but you could say with Ranieri that he, you know, lost the dressing room. He had the issue with Ushoa. Um, but this is the same team that he 
took on that crazy Cinderella run last year. And I don't think that anybody in their non um, lesser mind expected them to do the same thing this year. So I don't know. I, I don't I don't think sacking him was was the right way to go, especially not right now. I mean, I don't know. Um, you know, Ryan just took us through the list of potentials. Uh, I don't, I can't see Alan Pardew coming in and, and swooping them back up the table with this very same roster of players that they have. I think that, that giving Ranieri the chance to, to bring them up was, is really the only thing that, that could be done at this point. Hmm. Um, it's a tough life winning the Premier League. You think Jose won the Premier League and got sacked. Fergie won the Premier League and left. Uh, Mancini, did he win the Premier League and get replaced with Pellegrini? I don't know if he won the league, but obviously Pellegrini won. Did, he, did Pellegrini win something on his way out? Well, Van Gaal won the FA Cup, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he did. And then he got, he got sacked. Right, Moyes. But again, Ferguson retired after 197 years. Mourinho had uh, you know the, the rash of issues that he had. Um I don't think, you know, what he did with Carnado and everyone and everything else <laughs> were its own set of problems. Um, Ranieri has done what a lot of managers do, which is just fail to win games. What's he going to do? I mean, is he going to go and somebody's going to come in and buy a whole other set of players right now and they, at the end of February? Yeah, you tend to get a new manager bounce, though, don't you? Um, this was something that was explored in Soconomics, wasn't it? I did retweet, I retweeted Stefan Szymanski earlier on. Um, mm. We said in Soconomics that managers don't manage that much. How else do you explain what just happened to Claudio Ranieri? Uh, someone also tweeted that um, it's not the first time Claudio Ranieri has coached a cl- uh, team that's played in Seville and uh, lost his job because he did the same thing with Valencia in the 99 Copa del Rey. After he won the Copa del Rey as well. Yeah. It, it's it's just a really sort of terrible situation all around, really. I mean, the Champions League result wasn't bad. but it, You know, it wasn't great, but an away goal gives them something, some sort of hope. And, you know, yeah, who, who comes in at this point? What can they do differently to what Claudio did? I, I really don't know. I mean, it wasn't that bad a performance. Everyone expected them to get some kind of shellacking, wasn't it? You'd rather lose 2-1 than uh, 1-0 because you've got that away goal, haven't you? Um, Schmeichel Absolutely, yeah. Much kept the minute, though, didn't he? Yeah, uh, 100%. And it's, it's just a difficult situation, I think. Yeah, OK. Was there a big focus on the Champions League? I think we, we said it back in sort of October time uh, when Leicester started dropping down the table was... Maybe they're focusing too much on the Champions League, and would that sort of equate to, to them continuing to drop down the table? And they did, but I, I don't think that's Claudio's fault potentially in particular. I think the players also have done that. Mares didn't look right at the start of the season. Should they have shipped him out? Looking more and more likely that they probably should have at this point. He also I think played a lot of the, the Africa Cup of Nations. I think a lot yeah. of them had sort of scattered allegiance. Mm. You know, whether or not that's their fault. No, I mean, Vardy was, whether his head was actually turned, obviously he stayed um, instead of going to Arsenal. But when the performances start dropping of, of your teammates, maybe you start to think what could have been. Uh, and maybe that's where the problem is. 
Um, Vardy yesterday when he scored that was his first shot on target in 380 minutes and his first goal in nine games that's not Claudio's fault is it no but I think like you said I think you know this is just the life of a manager especially in the Premier League that everything does get blamed on them I mean you know I think if you look at Barcelona Barcelona has had this dip Um, everybody's looking towards um, Lucho whether or not, I mean, he tends to get a little bit more leeway, but what do you do? Like you said, do you fire everyone? Do you send Jamie Vardy right now to China? Um, you can't, so you do what you can do, which is to fire the manager. Yeah. Well, they've done it in a bad way, though. I mean, have you, have you seen the statement? Because they're saying that they're looking at the long interest of the club, um, and that they acknowledge that he did obviously something remarkable with them last season but even the statement just seems a bit like yeah whatever he's a manager we've sacked him that's it type of thing rather than focusing on the amazing work that he did it's just like a, we have to do this now but with a lack of care it seems yeah should we talk about something happier yes Manchester City 5 Monaco 3 in the Champions League um, oof oof yes oof corker I was exhausted watching that <laughs> game and I was sitting on my couch <laughs> It was very energy sapping, wasn't it? That was that was like Swansea Crystal Palace worthy. That was weird. <laughs> um, it was goals by uh, Sterling, Sergio Aguero, uh, who's passed it, as everyone keeps saying. Uh, John Stones <laughs> and Leroy Sane, and then two for Falcao, who everyone. But can you just it. say that again? Can you just again say that John Stones scored a goal? <laughs> I didn't. That was well, weird. I think- he definitely owed something to the team, didn't he? Because it's <laughs> arguable that two of the Monaco goals were his fault. Um, Mbappe uh, and Falcao. I mean, two of the two, all three of those goals were down to some error, wasn't it? It was Caballero's error for the first goal, wasn't it? Jimmy, he sort of sliced his kick, and then yeah. John Stones. I he sort of he lost forgot Falcao, to didn't defend. He? Yeah, well, he forgot to he lost Falcao for one of the goals, and then the other goal. Uh, Falcao just kind of robbed him, didn't he? And did that wonderful, wonderful chip. This, there was a total, this was like, um, one of those sort of games that you play when you're 12 and everybody just wants to score a goal. And so nobody plays defense because you, you, you know, you just want your mom to see you score a goal. Yeah. That's actually like the perfect analogy for it as well. <laughs> it's that thing of, we can score, we, we can outscore you, yeah, but what about the other part? No, we'll just outscore them instead. <laughs> right. Grandma doesn't want to see you block a goal. Grandma yeah. wants to see you score. <laughs> score, yeah. And found Cal missed a penalty. Yes, and it's still wound up 5-2. Three. 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 There's just so much happened. <laughs> uh, Aguero got a yellow card for a dive as well, didn't he? This, I, you know, I hesitate to tell you guys because I I want you to like me that I have Argentinian relatives, but I do. I am related to Argentinians, and and I'm I'm sorry that I have to make that confession. But um, that's all right. One, you know, that was a long time ago. (laughs) Ryan Ryan wasn't even here. uh, I don't know what the um, the British sort of equivalent to having Argentinian cousins is. but someone's going to have to tell me. But one of these uh, Argentinian cousins keeps trying 
to make the case that Agüero is going to like come back and and save either the Argentinian national team or Manchester City. Do we think that's going to happen? I think Manchester City more. I think rumours of his demise are greatly exaggerated. I don't quite see where they've come from. He's been dropped for a few games for um, for, G- uh, for Gabby Jesus, which you can well understand. But that volley. That was a fantastic guy. I don't think he's passed it by any stretch of the imagination at all. What do you reckon, Ray? No, absolutely not. He's, he's still a fantastic player. Mm. Well, I mean, yeah, he's been dropped for a game because the other person kept scoring when Aguero wasn't scoring. That, that's not him being dropped because he's passed it. That's just him being dropped because the manager's got common sense. Yeah. like that's And he's a very quality player. And, you know, rumours of Chelsea will snap him up or will go to China at the end of the season. And I'm just thinking... He's easily a 50, 60 million pound player. He's still a fantastic striker. You give him the ball in in a sh- suitable uh, area, more than likely he will score. He's just, he's a predator. He, if Manchester City sold him, I mean, he wouldn't go to the sort of, I don't think he'd go to Barcelona or Real Madrid, but he'd still go to sort of the upper echelons of European football, wouldn't he? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, not, it's not like he's going to go down. I think he said in the past, whenever his contract does expire with Manchester City, he'd like to return home and play for his his first club or his like childhood club. Like Teddy, which is did. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Remember when that happened? <laughs> <laughs> which is admirable, and all, but I, I still think he's got a few years where he can stay at the top level, play in a top team, and, and easily get another golden boot. Somewhere. He was uh, Maradona's son-in-law for a couple of years. Yes, he was because Maradona came over and took his um, took his grandson to some kind of soft indoor play area in the middle of Manchester, and all the yeah. grown men who took their kids there for a quiet Saturday they couldn't quite believe it. <laughs> right, and that's Cunagüero's son. Yeah, yep. it, well, that's um, Cunagüero's father-in-law. Is what right, not anymore. I think they got divorced. Right, but Cunagüero's <laughs> son is uh, Maradona's <laughs> grandson. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Was it a yellow card for his dive? I think it was. I think yeah, it. Yeah, I think so. Well, I think it. It potentially was one of those things where it. It had he not gone down, it could have been a foul, but it was such an obvious dive. Yeah. How are we going to see the return leg going for this? Because Monaco got to attack, leaving great big holes at the back. They scored 111 goals this season. Monaco have. That's a um, David Shepherd half Nelson Ryan. What? <laughs> <laughs> David Shepherd, the umpire, cricket umpire. Whenever a team used to get to 111 or 222, he'd go and do his little walk off the um, the square. Do you remember that? I don't. I don't watch cricket. Oh, Is an umpire what? like a referee? Yeah, he was. Super, <laughs> he was superstitious of of like 111 or 222 or 333. So if a team ever got to that, he'd walk away from the wicket and start sort of moving his his feet in the air, a bit like a flamingo, and then um, he'd do that after every ball until you sort of got off that palindrome of a score. I'm turning that out to go That doesn't seem now. quite professional. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to send you a link, a sort of YouTube yeah. link to it. Um, yeah, so Monaco got attack in the second leg. So they've got to win 2-0 and hope that Spurs don't score. Spurs? Uh, Manchester City, sorry. I, <laughs> they've already beaten Spurs Freudian? this season. Because <laughs> I really do hope that Spurs score. <laughs> they've already beat Spurs this season. I think they'll... Again, Man City's defence has been so poor, really, at times, where that doesn't seem out of the possibilities. But it's like, yeah, it's just pressing the attack. But I'm like, no, don't forget about defending. Man City will go into it thinking, if they're going to attack, we'll attack. We'll just outscore them again. Mm. 
Okay. So I, I can't imagine Monaco turning it around. No, fair enough. Right. Uh, well, should we go? Shall we go to? Oh, we go Leverkusen Good into Atletico Madrid four. Um, this is pretty good as well. This was Madrid winning two 0 at half time. Uh, Wendell hit the bar for near scored known goal for Atletico Madrid. I did write Mister Wendell in, but that probably goes over the head of both of you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Torres scored, Ryan. You remember yes. Mister Wendell? Mister Wendell. Mm. No. No. Jesse? Uh, no, but arrest- now I need to know. Arrested Development. There's a song of theirs. Oh. Wendell. Oh. Hmm. There you go. Um, Torres scored. No, now I want you to make it into a Liza Minnelli thing, though. Liza Minnelli. <laughs> <laughs> well, get, get me a grand piano and I'll lay back on it holding a microphone. Perfect. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> we'll get Dudley Moore on. <laughs> uh, yeah, Torres scored, Ryan. Everyone's always happy Great. to see that, aren't they? I love Torres. I do. There's I really a, do. There's a big warm place in my football heart for Fernando Torres. Yeah, I've been I've been thinking about sort of attachment in football a lot recently because I've been thinking of different uh, like editorial ideas, and I just thought one player that I really love, no matter what he does, is Torres. I don't know what it is. Oh. Every time I see him, I just I just I just want I just want him to be like, you go, you go score, Torres. <laughs> do you think that's because he never quite found his sea legs when he was in England, and and oh, now he's. That's it, the thing, but he also tried, like, every game you could see that he was trying so hard, and he always gave it, like, especially when it was really going really badly for him at Chelsea, he'd he'd be running after every ball, and I just thought, you know what, it's not going well, but at least you're trying. Yeah. He did for us, I mean, for the first two years, he was just magnificent for us, he was a gorgeous player, he scored gorgeous goals, we, we did it last year, or the year before, we did a five-a-side team, Jesse, with all the Premier League teams. There, so it was basically any player that had played in the Premier League for uh, that club. So we had to pick two defenders and any three others. And I had to choose between Suarez and Torres, and I went for <gasps> I went for Torres. Oh no! For what he did for Liverpool, like Torres was for the goals he scored for Liverpool. I think that's what beat him. <sighs> Because the, right. the, the thought was, when we think of Suarez, it's you know, it's a gritty performance in a cold, rainy night at Anfield with mm-hmm. the sort of rain streaming down in front of the floodlights. When I think of with Torres, like something on something on his teeth. Oh! <laughs> when I think of Torres, I think of warm spring, sunny days, and that volley against Blackburn or something like that. His yeah. goals are scored in better weather. I think that's why I went for him. And the, the thing you know, of Torres as well, the the goal against Barcelona in the Champions League for Chelsea and Gary Neville just lost it on commentary. <laughs> I think it's the difference, though. What you said about Suarez is, I think that Suarez thinks that every shot he misses, he's never going to get to play again. And he's yeah. letting the whole team down. Yeah. Oh, no, I really, really like Suarez, despite the whole... I mean, if you, if you can, separ- if you can separate out the happened. terrible... You know, when you read about how he grew up and his life, I think that's why it happens, that he just really feels like he can't ever lose or have a bad game. Oh, of course. it's every- Yeah, I mean, it's everything in context, but it's very hard because I really like him, Suarez. And, of course, you've got the whole... Uh, like you said, you've got the whole will to win and everything, but I have to have a little caveat every time I talk about him in the fact that you say you take away the racism bit and he's all right. And you think, well, if you've got to take the racism <laughs> bit away from someone, then can he be all right? Oh. 
But there we go. That's a quandary for another day. <laughs> uh, the other game in the Champions League this week was Porto nil Juventus 2 uh, Piaget and uh, Danny Alves two goals in two minutes for them that was a damn nice little goal for Danny Alves anyone see that the little chest and volley I haven't seen that yet actually no it was his first touch after coming on the pitch uh, shout out for Tellez who got a um, red card two yellows in 74 seconds did anyone see this what is that the fastest that's ever happened? No, but the two, it's probably the most stupidest <laughs> red card you've ever seen. Crunching tackle on someone's ankle gets a yellow card. Right, fine, okay. So then you've got the winger attacking his fullback position, uh, and he quite literally swipes the player out into the middle of next week um, and does the whole footballer what what thing? And what did I do? Exactly. <laughs> it's the most ridiculous. If you get on the BT Sport website, it will be on there. And of course, Buffon and Casillas played on the same pitch for the 17th and possibly last time. Oh, that was the best hug. It was, wasn't it? It's what? something about Buffon that you just think, I just, I don't want to see you go anywhere. Like, just don't do it to me. Well, Milan fans are thinking the same because of Donnarumma's contract. Oh, yeah. Two massive lookalikes there, though. I always think that Casillas looks a bit like Joaquin Phoenix. And <laughs> in, I don't know whether either of you are going to get this, but uh, Buffon looks a bit like Sparks. 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 This, this town ain't big enough for the both of us. Oh, wow, okay. Nope, I'm lost. No, no. honestly. <laughs> so many references, Chris. <laughs> Wrong but audience. I'm learning so much. Give me that one. Where's that one from? Spark. That's a song. They're a band. Sparks were. All right, I'm gonna have to add this to my list of things to Google when we're done with <laughs> this. This is gonna get so long. <laughs> Uh, well, hopefully Juventus are there for the next leg. Despite the fact I'm wearing a Porto shirt tonight, I'm wearing my Quaresma Porto shirt, but I do love Juve. They're my Italian team, so I hope they're through. Um, FA Cup happened this week. There's been all sorts this week, honestly. Uh, FA Cup. Sutton nil Arsenal 2. Um, Lucas and Theo Walcott with his 100th Arsenal goal. No one cares about that, though, really, did. I mean, like there, there was as, when he scored, it was our 100th goal, but... I, I don't even remember the game at this point. Except that it feels like Theo Walcott's, Theo Walcott's been playing for 100 years. I know he's young, but it just feels like he's been around, been around forever, no? Oh, uh, yeah, definitely feels like that. Well, he was in the 2006 World Cup squad. Yeah. Was he 12? Uh, not far off. I think he was 16, wasn't he, Ryan? I think he, did, he just, I think he barely just turned 16 as well. I think that was the whole point. His voice may not have broken. Yeah. Um, but everyone was expecting some kind of shellacking for Sutton so it never quite happened so we'll have sort of chapeaus off for them there but there's been a fair bit of controversy since hasn't there so there was the £35 tickets that they were charging their fans and they took sponsorship from the Sun newspaper uh, one of the players you see the little gif where the player tried to headbutt um, I think it was Sanchez as he ran past him he realised huh? he wasn't going to get there and tackle with his feet so he thought sod it he'll try and headbutt him <laughs> as you run past thankfully missed and of course there's the pie gate the 8 to 1 pie gate bet with uh, Wayne Shaw <laughs> who feels sorry for Wayne Shaw who thinks he's a complete and utter klutz and deserves it I feel sorry for Wayne Shaw he was hungry he wasn't doing anything else who hasn't wanted to have a cup of tea and a snack on the sideline he's 24 stone he yeah, he, he, yeah. <laughs> maybe he, he said he hadn't eaten all day well, that's just bad yeah, his blood sugar was low. Yeah. He's a reserved in goalkeeper. He's not like he was going to be called upon to do anything. I, I do feel sorry for him, though, because I think, it is, you know, the whole betting thing is very sketchy. Whether he plays to bet on or whether he told his mates to put a bet on, it's all a bit weird. But 
really, I think the people that should be in trouble is the betting company. Yeah, it's their own fault for putting the for putting it out there. Absolutely. And then obviously all the all the media picked it up beforehand because the well, the hit, Wayne Shaw story is it, the players came up to him and said, "You seen this eight to one bet on you eating a pie tonight? You're going to do it?" He's like, "Well, I haven't eaten all day, so maybe." And then obviously it's just gone from there. Why would you even offer that bet anyway? He's a grown man. He knows the rules. Yeah, well. And he knew he did wrong. I don't have an awful lot of sympathy for him. But I, I do a little bit. I, mean, I, I, think it's, I, I think it's... Yeah, I think it's one of those things that... It's, it's not like he's bet on the game or the result right. and he's then throwing the result. I, You're I, right. I he, did it, he didn't do the right thing, but I do feel bad that it sort of... And then he got asked to resign, but then again, yeah. he's probably at the end of his career anyway. It's not like he's had a glittering career. Uh, it's just all a bit sad. The whole thing about, I mean, the whole hypocrisy of the whole thing is the uh, FA have got a betting partner. Yes. So, so the <laughs> FA is right. The, the FA, I mean, I think it's very yeah bad for them to be like, you can't do this because that's wrong. And I'm like, yeah, but look at everything you do. And they bet on games, not on pies. <laughs> the Sun sponsorship, I can kind of see the sense because the managers laid out the money from his own pocket for that 3G pitch. Um, and they're obviously not that well endowed with finances. So you take the money where you can. I can kind of understand yeah. that yeah. a little bit more. I do enjoy that you said well endowed in the same um, <laughs> breath that we're talking about. Wayne Chai, I just want to put that out there. That was well done. <laughs> Yeah, it definitely wasn't an autobiographical reference. Yes. <laughs> uh, so the draw for the next round of the Cup. Middlesbrough are home to Huddersfield and Manchester City. Um, Spurs are home to Millwall. <sighs> How do you feel about that? I feel good about that one. Do you? I do. Do you know much yep. about Millwall? I'm a- Slightly worried about Middlesbrough, believe it or not, because we have two Uruguayans and I need all of them to be... Uh, safe and healthy going into qualifiers because we have so few healthy, safe Uruguayans. <laughs> so, do you know much about Millwall? Um, is there a wall there? Uh, no. The ah, thing you've okay. got to know about Millwall is don't ever go to a game where they're involved. At. Yeah. <gasps> Why? Uh, well, I mean, you come from South America where fan violence is probably on a higher level than it is in this country, but they're, they're known for being a bit raucous. In this Millwall try to emulate that, I think. Ah, okay. Well, like, what are you telling me? Like, we had a, a Mexican league game the other day where a fan had an ice pick um, in the in the stadium. Is it like yeah, that level? It's like, probably ice not pick an ice pick, but they probably have knives on them. I mean, oh, I don't like want to generalize. With? Yeah, they shoot pies. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because um, there, there was don't there was a you, well, listen. Millwall, um, there are crews, whoever you are. Violence is not fun. It's not the answer, as Sesame Street will tell you. <laughs> Maybe that's where the police have been going wrong. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Need, you need a whole bunch of Muppets to tell you that violence is not the answer. <laughs> Use your words, not your hands. You say that, but I watched a video. It was on Facebook, like, months ago. And it was a mother and, like, a, some children in the car. And oh! They were, like, five or six yes. or something. And they were shouting some very obscene things. They were Millwall fans, so they did their Millwall chant, which includes lots of obscenities and rude words. Can you do it right now? Gone right. No. Yes. No, I'm not. <laughs> no. Because at the end of the chant, the, the kid says something very racially charged, and oh, the, the oh. video just cuts off. No, it's really funny because um, 
they, they, she's teaching him to sing this song, Millwall Fuck Em All. So he sings this song, and at the end of it, and, and she's jeeing him along, he's sort of mumble, I don't know, grandma, bloody hell, she looked a bit... <laughs> yes, <rough>. she did. <laughs> and she's, he's, she's singing along, and he, this little six-year-old kid, dressed as a policeman as well, do you remember? <laughs> yeah. And he's singing this song along with his grandma, and at the end of it, he goes, fucking black... See you next Tuesdays, and then his grandma goes, <gasps> "No, no, no, no! Don't say that!" And he's like, "Well, hang on a minute. At what point was the line crossed?" <laughs> yeah, you, you've already taught him that clearly, because <laughs> yeah. where did you got it from? Exactly. Um, so anyway, uh, that's that's Millwall for you. Enjoy that one. Uh, and then we've got Arsenal versus Lincoln. Lincoln get their little money spinning. Uh, I love their little imps. The imps I are bet. Love it. <laughs> and then Chelsea versus Manchester United Football Club. The magic of the cup. Yes. Someone did say, because you know Manchester United have been on TV in the Cup something like 60-odd times? Yeah. Someone did say, imagine if they didn't bother televising this game. Oh, guess what they are? (laughs) On a Monday, on a Monday, Mm -hmm. because why not, right? Let's, you know, let's keep football to the weekend, but (laughs) forget that. Just, (laughs) God damn it. Ryan, are you taking off from work for this one? Uh, I don't know, I think it'll probably be the evening. So probably they won't need to. Um, I mean, if it goes as well as the last game, then, you know, it'll be fine. But it's always bad to see Mourinho again. Mm. Do you miss him or you hate him? Can we talk about your feelings? I really dislike him. There, there is, I've got a video saved in my YouTube favourites, which is the best Mourinho moment, and it makes me a little bit sad re-watching it these days. He's in a press conference, and I think it's after Oscar's been yellow carded for a a dive or something, and he says, oh, well, you know, I can't really talk about the journalists because uh, they wear the same shirts as the players. Oh. Um, Their friends are pundits, and, you know, mm, Oscar's a yellow card. This one, mm, not so much. And it was about Suarez uh, not getting booked <laughs> for a dive as well. So basically taking massive things at uh, Liverpool, and then they all say, oh, who are you talking about, Jose? He goes, ah, oh, some under-16 match I watch. But it's so blatantly about Liverpool. It's just the whole thing is just great. There you go. He says bad things about like Suarez. We can't like him, yeah. can we? Yeah. Oh, yep. no. no. If I hadn't not liked him before, <laughs> I don't like him more now. Well, speaking of... a... I was just going to say, just a bit of a knob is all. Well, that's worth waiting for. <laughs> Uh, speaking of Manchester United, they were in Europa League action yesterday. For some reason, the three Europa League games yesterday. Uh, they beat Sinetienne uh, 1-0, so for all you Sarah Cracknell fans out there. Um, Henry Mkhitaryan went off injured uh, after he scored a quite a neat little goal. He might be doubtful for the EFL Cup, which we'll go into in a minute. Uh, and Eric Bailly got a red card. I think, again, he was two yellow cards in a very short space of time, wasn't he? Yeah, were they dubious? I haven't seen them, but was the second one dubious? No, I think think the second one was a little bit. I've seen that one. I've not seen the first one. They said the first one was very stupid, so I must have done something you shouldn't have done. Um, Also, yesterday, Schalke won, uh, Slavonica won, and Fenerbahce won, Krasnodar won. Uh, Championship action, Newcastle beat Aston Villa, who are now winless in 9-2-0 on Monday night. Um... Huddersfield beat Yapstam's Rennie 1-0 and Sheffield Wednesday lost 2-1 at home to Brentford. So Newcastle top on 69, Brighton on 68 uh, in all their automatic promotion place. Then we've got 
Huddersfield 64, Reading on 60, Leeds 58, Sheffield Wednesday 58. Um, other bits of news. Tony Mowbray has been appointed uh, Blackburn manager after Owen Coyle was sacked, which is a bit unfortunate because his last game was against Manchester United, which is really a fair barometer to oh. judge somebody against. Poor man. Um, Tony Mowbray, Ryan, I always think he looks a bit like Mr Punch. He's one of these people who looks like his nose and chin would meet if they sort of kept on going. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he, I don't know what it is about Tony Mowbray. I, I look at him and I just think I really recognise you for some reason, but he just, yeah, I don't know if, it, if that maybe maybe it's the Mister Punch thing. I don't know. All your holidays on the beaches as a, as a young boy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Fabio Quagliarella. Has anyone seen the news about him this week? No. No, but you dangled this bit of news in front of us, yeah. and I've been waiting for it. Well, he is. Ended. I guess that he was pregnant. You guess, which was I'm pregnant. assuming is not. Not the case. Uh, he's not pregnant, no. Ryan? Are you pregnant? Oh, is, is someone he knows pregnant? <laughs> no. Are you pregnant? <laughs> no, I'm not actually. No, sorry. <laughs> uh, well, Fabio Quagliarella uh, has broken his silence after six years on why he left Napoli. He left Napoli uh, six years ago uh, with the fans very unhappy. And he said at the time, I can't talk about why I've left now, but the truth will come out. It's because Turn- the pizza was not good enough. No, it's a little bit more <laughs> serious than that. Yeah, like an affair or something. No. I seem to remember those rumours, but no. Okay. You, uh, he, that, huh? His stalker was jailed this week. Whoa. Wow. Yeah, there you go. That's, that escalated quickly. As why did it yeah. take that long? Uh, well, uh, his stalker was a sort of policeman who worked for the Italian Postal Service, um, and he anonymously wrote lots and lots of letters to Quagliarella, accusing him of being a paedophile and having mafia membership and trying to blackmail him and all that sort of thing. He then approached Quagliarella in his official police capacity, said, I know you're getting all these letters. Would you like me to try and find this person for you? <gasps> wow. Yeah. No, that's like a terrible Hitchcock movie. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Um, so yes, uh, last week his accuser went to went to prison. Um, he did an interview post match. The, the Quagliarella, not his stalker. I was going to say <laughs> <laughs> after the Sampdoria game last week, and he broke down in tears mid interview and said, "I can finally tell you all why." Because he was pilloried when he left Napoli. They didn't like it one little bit. He, he left could... because of because he couldn't handle that anymore. Yeah, but he but he um. couldn't mention why. Wow. All goes on Italian football, isn't it? Um, how's your Vietnamese football, lads? We Ryan and I are fluent in Vietnamese yes. football. Go on then. We are right. we are so ready for this uh, question. But you know what? It, since since Jess is the lead on that, I'll, I'll let her explain. <laughs> oh, off you go, Ryan, Jesse. That is so kind. I was actually going to say the same to you as a as a uh, well, wedding gift. I, I was going to let I you insist. take this one. I insist. <laughs> Chivalry is not dead, guys, <laughs> in uh, in parts of England. Well, uh, correct me if I, um, you know, if my Vietnamese to English translation <laughs> doesn't go as planned, but I believe what happened was in the Vietnamese league, mm-hmm. um, one team was... <laughs> Ho Chi Minh. Uh, given a penalty. Ho Chi Minh. Yes, that a- one. Against. Exactly. The other team. Long An. Yes. Good. <laughs> I was testing you. You did very well. And the goalie, whose name was? Uh, Dave. 
Oh, 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 Victor Wanyama just scored a goal. Oh, I ruined this whole story with my joy. Yay! Victor Wanyama scored a goal in the Vietnamese League. Right now, you're all here with me celebrating. Ryan, are you feeling the Spurs love? No. I did see that Deli Alley red card, by the way. He's getting it. Ouch. Except that Kyle Walker has the assist and Victor Wanyama scored this goal. This is so great. Oh, I'm so God. glad you're all so happy for me. He must have mishit it, Kyle Walker. He's probably aiming for the sort of... He's probably, he was probably trying to shoot. Oh, <laughs> come on. We're such good friends. <laughs> anyway, Dave, the Vietnamese goalkeeper. So, Dave was so devastated and upset and did not believe that he should have been punished with this penalty that he just refused to even deal with it, turned around, faced his goal... And then became a gymnast instead of a goalie and started doing, like, rhythmic gymnastics in the pitch. Every time the uh, every time Ho Chi Minh attacked, he sort of came out of pitch, came out of goal and sort of did roly-polies, didn't he? he yeah, he, he stepped aside a few times. It was just, it was fantastic. To, I mean, riveting game of football. You could, think about someone watching that. Instead of the Man City Monaco game, <laughs> why you would why you have an option to watch Champions League or Vietnamese football is beyond me. But you know, just it says a lot, doesn't it? <laughs> you'd be you'd be having you'd be a very uh, you'd be a customer of a very interesting cable company, I think, if yeah. you had that option. Uh, well, what happened, to Dave? I mean, what did what did what punishment did Dave get? Well, Dave and his captain, who we'll call uh, Pete, yeah, uh, oh, have been banned for two years. Oof. Which I think uh, you you were a bit you were a bit sort of sympathetic in your woolly liberal way the pair of you, but if you're deliberately not playing, you're effectively throwing the match, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say sympathetic. It's, I just feel like two years is probably a bit much. What um, do you think? Like six months in a good hiding? Or... How how long a ban do people get for a positive drug test? Ten minutes if you Manchester City. <laughs> what was that? Thirty-five thousand pounds or something, wasn't it? Ten minutes and a bollocking. The Manchester United captain. Sometimes you get the Manchester United captaincy. Well, that's neither fail, just skipping. He was eight <laughs> months, wasn't he? Was that, that was you were on about Rio? Yeah, he did was, get eight months recently. And yeah. they managed to negotiate a contract increase in that time as yes. well. Um, that was eight months, wasn't it? He got banned for. But that <laughs> he, that was blah, blah, blah. was that missing a test because he went shopping yeah, with Isle Berkovich, didn't he? Yeah. Sorry, I didn't check my phone. Is what he pretty much said. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yes, I mean, well, if you get banned in most sports for failing a drugs test, that's two years. See, I don't, I don't know. It, it's a consistency thing. Obviously, I don't know what the Vietnamese FA is like, <laughs> but you know, two years, uh, and you you watch like there's and there's a big conversation about American football sometimes where someone can do something so horrific and be like, "Nah, you're out for six games." Oh, or American something. the you, other sport. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you can. Beat the living shit out of. Can I say that? Am I allowed to say that? Well, we said shit <laughs> earlier on. <laughs> okay, you can beat the living shit out of your wife and get a slap on the wrist. Yeah, but that's off pitch, though. Correct. Oh, oh yes. You're right. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. But no, yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't. Be, I honestly wasn't being flippant. Then that is. That's not. That's probably why. That's yeah. out of. No, work, and I isn't wasn't. It? I wasn't either. That's. I think that that's how they're making the distinction here. Hmm. If you. Are you know if you fail a drug test in American football, then that then you do get a ban because that affects your team. Mm-hmm. 
And if you are caught on camera punching your wife in the face, then you need to make a commercial that domestic violence is bad. And you come back and, you know, take your $30 million contract. <laughs> Whereas if you were praying in Vietnam, God knows what would happen if you did not. I mean, yeah. Get back to the point, two years, I think. Maybe a year at most, I think. Yeah. Two years seems sort of outrageous. It depends how. Again, if the game's being betted on, again, it's a different thing because you're drastically changing the way things work. Yeah. I think we need Wayne Shaw to place a bet on one of these matches, and then we really yeah. need to see what happens. Then we know. <laughs> oh, look, some weekend games coming across Europe. Uh, you don't like foreigners, do you, Ryan? So you just put your hands over your ears at this point. Oh, yeah, thanks. In <laughs> uh, League 1 this weekend, it's the classic uh, Marseille versus PSG. Um, I think when this happened. Uh, at the Parc de Prince. I don't think Marseille had a shot on goal throughout the entire match. Do you remember this back in, I think it's like September, October time? Really? Yeah. Other way around though, now they've got uh, Payet and you've got Rudy Garcia. So Marseille are on a bit of an upward streak uh, with their American owners, Jesse. Ugh, we hate them. Uh, in the Eredivisie in Holland, it is Feyenoord in first versus PSV in third. Turkey is uh, Galatasaray versus Besiktas. That's quite a local affair. Um, Spain is Atletico Madrid versus Barcelona. And Serie A, uh, Napoli in third versus Atalanta in fifth. Inter in fourth versus Roma in second. Anyone looking forward to anything in particular out of all that? Or anything else? Kind of excited to see what Barcelona is going to do with their recent less than stellar streak. Yeah. Do what they always do: play the same players and hope it turns out <laughs> all right. <laughs> Ryan, um, I'd be interested to know how the Serie A ones turn out. I've, I've, I've gained a bit more of an interest in Serie A since um, I've been playing in that league on Football Manager recently, so my my interest has peaked somewhat on that. All oh, right, well, give the Serie A sit down, uh, mm. lads. A follow; they're quite good. Yeah. Um, it's the EFL Cup final as well this weekend Manchester United versus Southampton uh, Southampton yet to concede in the competition McIntyre and Carrick are doubts and Wayne Rooney will be available because he's not going to go to China until at least the end of the season or possibly longer because again that's more breaking news tonight isn't it <laughs> breaking news that you have to announce I'm staying somewhere That I don't like those statements where it's like I'm not going anywhere you shouldn't have to announce that just don't go anywhere. I announce that every morning when I wake up. <laughs> I'm staying I'm here I'm, today. I'm, I'm here. Thank you. Well, his agent, Paul Shretford, had negotiated, had gone to China to see if he'd negotiate a deal. Yeah, that just seems like it. Just, was the deal not right? I, I assume if you've gone to negotiate the deal, surely that means you, you're interested in it. Mm. Which I would have assumed Wayne really wouldn't have been based on the statement, but I guess something wasn't right about it then. How long has he got on his contract? He signed that massive contract, didn't he, in 2014? Is that, is that when he did his transfer request and then the subsequently crawled back away? Yeah. The second one. <laughs> um, yeah, he's got about another 18 months or two years left on that massive 300 grand a week one, hasn't he? Yeah. But he's not I mean, playing. Well, yeah. you, would you be bothered not doing your... If someone said to you, Jesse, you go be a kindergarten teacher, but what will happen is, is we'll pay you $300,000 a week to be it, but you only get to be a kindergarten teacher for the last half an hour of the class. I mean, if it was something that I absolutely loved doing, 
and I had to sit and watch other people do it, I, I would hate that. Yeah. Even if I did get to have really great hair plugs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, has, has he retired from international football? or? Rooney? No, he's still playing, isn't he? No. Well, that's, this is the thing. If he goes to China, surely that's over. You, it, I, I can't imagine a world where he gets picked if he moves to China. No? I, I, I'd like to think that Southgate would pick someone playing in the Premier League or playing in a competitive league. Oh, that's just that's, that's just how I see it, though. I think that's what, what they said about Tevez, that, you know, you can't go play in a league that is not up to par, sorry, China, and and expect to play on a national, international level, no? No, you're probably right. Yeah, I just think if, if you're doing that, then surely if you're having to move to China because there's no other options, I'm not saying that Wayne Rooney might not have any option, but that surely suggests that you can't play at this, this level anymore. Subsequently, but does he have other play. options? Uh, you you think that, well, I mean, you, you'd think that a Premier League club would look to have him. I, I can't imagine a Premier League club would see Rooney, yes, his wages are quite high, but surely you'd think he's... He's probably worth a punt for one of the, the teams that are throwing money around like there's no, no tomorrow anyway. Where? Which Premier League team could you see him at? I don't know. I think he'd be... Again, if he's looking for the money, then he's not going to really go anywhere else because I don't think anyone will offer the wages. But would maybe he go back might... to Everton, though? Why? I think that would be a, a nice thing. Really? Mm, whether I don't think he'd get every game. So why take him if he's going to be on massive wages and you're not going to play him every game? Well, I don't know. Maybe someone like Palace, maybe. Oh, a big Sam. Oh, yeah, you can. That would. That'd be like proper Brexit football, wouldn't it? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's a tough one, I think. I mean, the fact that people are still considering Terry in the Premier League, but I think. I don't see him being able to go to another Premier League club and starting every game. His wages would be quite high as well. See, I could so see there's Rooney. options for Terry, but... I could see Rooney in the MLS. I think that'd be But do you think he would play him. on turf? Sorry? Would he play on turf? What, grass? Uh, AstroTurf. Uh, plastic. Oh, right. Well, yeah, yeah. I bet he would. I imagine so. Yeah. yeah. I think. I mean, if they could afford him, that's the kind of player that the MLS is is looking for. Yeah. Someone with a name. I was not going to phrase it like that. Has <laughs> MLS sort of? Di- uh, well, from what I can tell, has MLS dipped recently because of the amount of players that, that have gone there? Because China's come along, the draw to the MLS less than it used to be. Um. I don't necessarily know if the draw is less than it used to be, but we have two new teams this year, so there's definitely room for more names and more players. And well, they're definitely one of them said he's not going to get a marquee signing, didn't he? The Minnesota aren't going to get a marquee player. Right, right. But Atlanta, um, with Tata Martino, Martino as, as coach, um, San Diego's looking to have an expansion team, and they're looking to bring in more European talent, I think because they want to... Some people have said that they want to base it on the Premier League, whatever that looks like or sounds like or is. Sounds like a league broken system where no matter what happens, <laughs> people don't get punished. Have you seen stuff. the MLS though? Like it's you know. I don't. I don't think the Premier League is the league to copy. But no. um, back to the EFL then. How do you think we're going to get on this weekend? Um, Reno quite likes the uh, League Cup, doesn't he? 
remember he did his little shushing at the Liverpool fans? Oh, that was a good moment, that was. It was not. He was a rotter. <laughs> <laughs> He's a rotten man, though. <laughs> rotten to the core. Um, I'm really uh, hopeful Southampton win. Do you think it's going to happen? I don't think it's going to. I'm holding hope that it does. Yeah. Jesse? Uh, sorry, I just got distracted because Ghent almost scored a goal and they didn't. And I'm, I know we're all really relieved right now that Tottenham are still in the league. So relieved. I know, mine, especially you. I, I know we took that deep breath together in tandem. Um, I, I would like Southampton to win, guys, because I would like Man United to lose. Um, can we make that happen? How should that happen? I think we're all in the same boat here, really. <laughs> how do we, how do we steer our boat to shore safely? Uh, with luck. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I think for Southampton, it'd be a really good moment because, you know, the, the amount of, not turbulence they've had, but, you know, gaining success, losing key players, losing their manager, and to, to go and continue to grow with the youth talent they've got. To win something, yeah, okay, the EFL Cup, you know, it's not that prestigious, but I think that'd be a great sign. That's United. what I mean. United, I mean, Mourinho's proven before he will just throw his medal wherever he wants, probably the bin. Oh, I've got enough of these, don't need it anymore. And I think Southampton, it would be such a good thing for them to have and be like, like look, we're, we are making progress despite us losing things every summer. Okay. It'd be a really good moment for everyone, I think. Okay. Uh, right, that's the AFL then. Uh, we've still got the Premier League going to go yet, guys. Oof. We've been going for a long time. Ryan's, Ryan's got married we've been going that long. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, but there's lots of games that have got an effect upon the bottom of the Premier League this weekend. There's only eight of them because of the EFL um, trophy. So, probably the most six-pointer-ish of all of them is Palace versus Borough. And Palace won the reverse fixture 2-1. Um, and they haven't done the double over middles, but since 92-93. Um, Palace have lost four at the last five. Borough have drawn three and lost two. But they have the third best away defence in the league behind Chelsea and Manchester United of Middlesbrough. Gaston Ramirez, how's he going to be? Mm. Is he going to get playing time? You hope not until after the World Cup qualifiers. Oh, selfishly, slightly, although I love seeing him play. Oh, I'm the worst. <laughs> um, <laughs> what a, a football fan are you? <laughs> I know. Um, I just want to wrap everybody in a sort of like... <laughs> bubble wrap. Bubble wrap. Um, no, I hope he does, actually, because he needs the he needs the time. Um, and I love seeing him play with... Uh, with Estuani and, and Negredo. I think that, that they're great up front. Um, I could I could see this one being a fun match, and I could see Burrow taking it. Mm-hmm. Right? Ball draw for me, I think. Yeah. Ball draw. Yeah. Well, it's not just a draw, it's a ball draw. Ball draw, that's a big call, that is. Yeah, nil nil. Ryan's putting it out there. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. There was right. Well, I got I'll, nothing I'll for that. <laughs> Great. Okay. I mean, R three three is going to be the best game ever. <laughs> uh, Everton versus Sunderland in the Kevin Kilban derby. Um, Sunderland are a bit funny. They had that four nil victory. I think great for their goal difference, and all of a sudden they go and lose four nil the following week. Uh, so it's all negated. Um, Moise is back on at Goodison Park for the second time. He lost the first time at United uh, with Manchester United two nil. 
Um, Sunderland won two out of the last three visits to Everton, though. Everton have been a bit streaky recently, though, haven't they? Uh, streaky. Oh, they've won three and drawn two of their last. Oh, five. they've been better than what I imagine. Then I, I, I know they went through a bit of a patch where they they sort of where are struggled. You? They're seventh. But... Oh, okay, they've picked up then. Um, I mean, <laughs> so they're, they're not they're that on... streaky. <laughs> no, I thought I thought uh, probably a couple of months ago they were streaky. They've been better recently. I know that much in terms of like, Lukaku. I can't really see Sunderland doing anything this one. Jesse. I just want to say Sunderland's going to win so I could do what Ryan did last time. What's that? With saying it was going to be boring. Oh, right, okay. You're uh, going to... Yeah, I'm going, to, I'm going to go opposite on this one. <laughs> well, Sunderland's Sunderland... going to win. If they, if they do win, it won't be boring. It will be so boring. Really? A boring win for Sunderland. A last-minute winner. <laughs> one, every... From one zero. Yeah, and everyone's left the own goal. Yep, <laughs> yep. Uh, Hull versus Burnley. Burnley unbeaten in the last five Premier League games versus Hull, where they won four and drew one. Um, Burnley have won, though, four out of 49 away games in the Premier League. But of those four, two of them were against Hull. I think Burnley are going to win. Burnley have been really good. Like in most of the, the, Even if they do, they, they still look pretty good. And I think they'll be too much for Hull. They've got 30 points. Haven't all but one of those points come from, come at home? They've been good at home, but yeah. Whenever I see them play, I, I feel like they play fairly well. I think they just need sort of luck on the away side. Yeah. Um, Jesse, Hull are in 18th place at the moment, so they're occupying that last relegation zone. Their last four games have been against Arsenal, Liverpool, Manchester United and Chelsea. Yeah, no problem at all. What are they worried about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, they've got my Alba Hernandez, so patriotically I want them to do a lot better than they're doing. But um, I feel like this is that, like, we've just come up and been promoted season where they haven't gotten their sea legs under them, no? No, Marco Silva, though, he's sort of steadied those. And it around. Yeah, he's steadied those wobbly sea legs. So can I give them this win, even though I think that they're not going to get it? I just want to give them a little bit of... Uh, of enthusiasm. And you, can give them what, you can give them whatever that you want. Oh, ho, I'm going to give you a win and a, and a pony and all the <laughs> confidence one. that you need. Just one pony for all those players. That's... Yeah, they can all fit. You know what? Because sharing means caring. That's another one of the things that you learned from Sesame Street. <laughs> oh, you're such a teacher. <laughs> sharing is caring. Is that one of those work for... Is that like us saying blue sky thinking or something? Sharing is caring. Yeah, because... <laughs> Don't use all the crowns. I will not sing it. <laughs> How many times have but you, you said that? But you don't tell work? that to Millwall fans because they'll all share the same knife. <laughs> uh, Monday night is Leicester City at home to Liverpool. Conceivably, by the time this game kicks off, Leicester could be bottom. This is the Peggy they Arpex said, Garvey. They could also have a new coach. Uh, Leicester won 2 0 last season. Do you remember this is the one with a Jamie Vardy volley from about 35 yards out? Oh, yeah. That was a good one. Uh, although Liverpool did win 4 1. Um, to, at the Coliseum in September, uh, Liverpool have won eight away matches against Premier League champions, um, which is the most in the Premier, well, most in Premier League history. Do you, you need the win though, don't you? Really? Uh, Leicester, Liverpool, they are in 49th place, not 49th place, 49 <laughs> points. They're in 49th. Place. That's very impressive. That's very good. That's top of League One. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so they, yeah, they need to win to stay in touch. And, of course, they're only a point ahead of United. So you've had a bit of a rocky 
2017. Yeah, but they had 10 uh-huh. matches in January, and now they've only got something like uh, 13 left until the end of the season. Yeah. I think you'll... I don't actually know. I don't know how it's going to go. Uh, I think we're going to lose. See, if, Do you really think Leicester winning? See Leicester winning this one? Yeah, because the whole you know he's got depends great. if it's a new manager. Yeah, yeah. depends if, if if it's the coaching staff. Maybe it's going to be a little bit different because yeah, you have but some of the players are probably not happy that he's gone. It will be. It's going to be Craig Shakespeare and um, Wolves goalkeeping legend. Oh, they already announced that have they, for the yeah. game because I, I I can't imagine they'd get a manager in that quickly anyway. So I think. I don't think they'll be that buoyed by a new manager unless they announce it the day of. Uh, but I think it got a draw. Unless they hated Ranieri that much, they were so pleased he's gone. I can't imagine they did hate him that much, though. It's difficult to hate Claudia, isn't it? I think I some think. of them did, though. Wasn't that part of the uh, the problem that that they said that he had he didn't have the dressing room anymore? Taylor Swift said hate is going to hate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, on, what do you both reckon? I'm going to go for a Leicester win. Leicester uh, draw. Um, I cannot tell you anything because Ghent just tied and I am going to start so. to cry. Um, this is the worst game ever, ever. But I will also tell you that Liverpool will win. Okay. Worst game ever? Well, every game that we don't win is the worst game ever. Really? Really? World no. Cup semi-final 2010. Oh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Thank you for my perspective. <laughs> By the way, I don't think Luis Suarez did anything wrong that time. He handled the ball on the line. I don't either. No. Thank you. I don't. I you think do... most players would have done that. Exactly. You do what you need to do. Last time I played... And then you get red carded and you take it. And exactly. they had their shot. Thank you, Chris. There you go. <laughs> I played five aside last night and I definitely handled the ball outside the area when I was in goal, but there was no way I was going to admit to it that I, I did. You do what you do. No, you never do. You never would, would you? But like, no, I was inside the area. You, you clearly were. No, no, I was in. Exactly. Fine. Michael Schumacher did the same thing. He said he had no guilt over anything. You just do what you need to do. Yeah. Um, West Bromwich Albion versus Portsmouth. Uh, here's a quiz for you. Um, the last Bournemouth player to score in the first half versus West Brom was... Dave from Vietnam. No. I don't know. It was Eddie Howe in January 1999. Oh, my God. Ben Foster's got the second most Premier League saves behind Tom Heaton uh, for West Brom. And West Brom are the third most... uh, Around the third most distance in the Premier League this season behind Liverpool and Manchester City. Um, Bournemouth, I think... Think where are Bournemouth? Bournemouth are fourteenth on twenty six points. I think they're in trouble of the danger of being dragged in. They've not had a very good run lately, have they? They've one, two, three, four. They've lost four at their last five. Yeah, we were saying it only sort of about a month and a half ago. I said I can't imagine them getting pulled into it, but they're really not helping themselves. No, it's just getting worse and worse. And I think a couple of players are now injured. Is Wilshire actually out? Or I know he hobbled off. Probably. Sort of in their last one, but I sort of thought it's that time of year again anyway. So yeah. I'm going to go for a West Brom win. What are you two going to go? Tony Pulis oh. winning. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't um, ending in a tie. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say I'll go for a draw as well. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Chelsea versus Swansea. Ryan, this is the Ava Carniero um, getting told off and Ooh. the Ball Boy derby. Do you remember the Ball Boy? The Ball Boy derby. Oh. 
Oh no, the ball I, boy was at I Swansea. I think Hazard was in the right there. I do as well. The ball boy was that was at the Swansea's ground, wasn't it? Whereas this is yes. being played at Stamford Bridge. But yeah, I think it was, he, was, he sat on it on purpose, didn't he? And he looked a yeah. little bit like Ollie Mers. <laughs> so, so he deserves. He deserves a thorough shoeing just for that. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Carniera one that was at um, Stamford Bridge, wasn't it? First game of last season. That's right. That was the worst. Was it? Yeah. I think it finished two two or something. Mourinho was proper mad. I still think they should bring her back and let her coach. <laughs> well, that was the thing, wasn't it? They people said that you you, you confide a lot in your doctor because, of course, you've got the Hippocratic oath and everything, and you know your your vow of yeah, uh, not silence. That's what monks do, but via, vow of confidentiality. Um, and so they're very disappointed to yes. see him turn on her. Anyway, that was like two yeah. years ago, almost. Um, Chelsea and winless. So last season. It's so la- it's so last season. Uh, you sound like my daughters. <laughs> Uh, Chelsea are winless in, <laughs> in their last three games versus Swansea. In 2017, Chelsea got 11 points. Swansea got 12. Swansea have what? been very good recently. Mm. I think Sigurdsson in, in particular. I've always rated Sigurdsson. He's just proving it again and again. Llorente as well. Um, they've just been on a rise since... Um, Paul Clement, is it? They won four out of their yeah. last six. They are now... 15th I think they're going to keep going up as well I think it'll be a tough game for Chelsea uh, I think we'll probably be alright I think we'll we'll nick a win I think it'll be a tough game um, 2-1 maybe yeah. goal difference of minus 23 for Swansea they've conceded 54 that's the most in the Premier League it is wow yeah Jesse I think about that happened at the start of the season though didn't it uh, I think yeah, yeah I think you're right it probably did um, Jesse I think Pedro is going to score and it's going to be one nothing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's going to happen. He scored last season. Remember last season it was 3-2 or something, wasn't it? You won in the last minute at Swansea and Pedro scored two, didn't he, just after joining you? Yes, it, they were both sort of deflected goals. But yeah, it was his debut. Yeah. I think it was his debut, his first game, yeah. Uh, Cesc Fabregas could be the first Spanish player to get to 300 Premier League appearances tomorrow. Probably for the last five minutes, when we need to, <laughs> when we need some creativity. Four to waste time. Yeah. <laughs> Jesse. Chris. Spurs. This is Stoke. Oh. It's Spurs. You had to ask, didn't you? <laughs> ah. oh. A sigh of disappointment. Spurs have won their last two Premier League games against Stoke four 0 If it happens for a third time, that'll be the third time it's ever happened in Premier League history. I can't believe it's actually happened twice before. Yeah. 4 nil twice, that's, you know, that's pretty good. I mean, that does mean that Peter Crouch won't do his dance again. Which is upsetting to say. It is always upsetting. Would he celebrate, though? Because Spurs are one of his very, very few former clubs. I... (laughs) 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 We love Peter Crouch. (laughs) Um, um, I would like us to win 4 nothing. Mm-hmm. And I would like a goal from Delhi and one from Harry Kane and one from Christian Eriksen and one from um. Do you not want one of them to score another goal, or is it? Does it have no, to be I would like sure? no because I want each of them to gain in confidence from one. Um, and I would like one from Sun Hyun Min. That, that's my. I, I'm putting that order in. How does beating a team four 0 sit with your sharing is caring? Um, 
I like everyone else to share, but I don't have to. <laughs> Sometimes I tell my class that um, the world is a democracy, but my classroom is a dictatorship. Oh, wow. So you're yeah. like Trump Towers in your school. Oh, no. No, I just like to teach them about, uh, you know, the, the different governments of the universe. School of Life, the University of yeah, Hard Knocks. Exactly. <laughs> Deli Alley and Harry Kane, as you mentioned, them, scored three goals in two games versus Stoke. And Spurs' is eight clean sheets is the most of the Premier League this season. Oh, clean sheets at home, sorry. Oh, right, right. Um, yeah, I think that took a while. I think that ugh, our, our defense is definitely hit or miss. And when Eric Dyer and Kyle Walker are on and working together well, it's beautiful, and when they're not, they are so leaky, it's like seven plumbers need to come in and patch it up. So is that like Kyle Walker's good game, one in every ten or something? Yeah, kind of, yeah. that many. Hey! <laughs> Have I said mean things about Liverpool or Chelsea? No, man, no. It's Kyle Walker. You try having, you have him play for your national team and you see how you feel about him. All right, well... I had no one playing for my national team next month. We're all injured, so at least you have Kyle Walker. Well, you can have him. He's Uruguayan ancestry <laughs> How somewhere. How can we get him? <laughs> right. I will marry him for citizenship. It's fine. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Watford versus West Ham. Um, uh, Watford have won three out of four versus West Ham. Do you remember this one back in... Blah, 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 early on in the season? In September, West Ham were 2 0 up, weren't they? With um, Paez, little Rabona across to Antonio. Oh, and then yeah. they uh, proceeded to lose... Um, oh yeah, four two didn't they? they? Fell apart, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Watford have used nineteen different nationalities uh, in the Premier League this season. That's joint top with Sunderland. Nineteen seems an awful lot. That does seem like a lot. They're the, like the the football United Nations. I've liked watching them play this year. You you'd like to watch England play? I've li- sorry, I have to enunciate better. I've liked watching them play this year, oh, Watford. <laughs> Two nations divided by. Did you think by... that was like <laughs> by a language and a Skype session? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, you've liked watching Watford play, have you? Yeah, I do as well. They've got some pretty interesting. They're quite entertaining, to watch. yeah. And you kind of will sorry to do well, don't you? And I think it's probably more fun watching them play when you're when you're not invested in, in being a fan. <laughs> when you when you get to be neutral, yeah, and just exactly. sit back and enjoy. Exactly. So, what we're going to go for in this one? Troy Deeney, everyone likes to see Troy Deeney do well, don't they? I know Ross doesn't, but... <laughs> Does he not? No, he doesn't like Troy Deeney for some reason. Oh, how do you not like Troy Deeney? He just seems so sweet. Uh, he's former prisoner, Troy Deeney, isn't he? He is, but wasn't that like a, a long time ago? And What was it for? In a galaxy far, oh, far away. Oh, that's right. Then. It's, 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 it was a long time ago, that's fine. Troy Deeney, you, you two fill while I go on Wikipedia and have a look. <laughs> I, okay. I think like um, it was for a song. I think it's going to be... A, a, Draw. I think it's going to be a draw. I'm going with a lot of draws this week. I know. We don't have faith that any team's going to beat anyone else. I just never believe my own predictions, so I like to throw out things that, like... <laughs> like random predictions. Like, right. Oh, what Watford will win nil? with a goal from Troy Deeney and an assist Ooh. from... Uh, who, Ryan? Who will make the assist? You kind of think of another Watford player. I'm trying to decide who will be the most, the like, like, it will come out of left field. Ah, uh, their goalie. The goalie will have the assist. Gomez. Yeah. Former partner. <laughs> Gomez. Yeah. Former Spurs uh, player. 
June 2012, Dini was sentenced to 10 months imprisonment for kicking a man in the head during a brawl. He was released oh. after serving almost three months of the sentence after showing remorse. So all he did was bloody say sorry. That's, that's not as bad as Marcus Falonzo, though. Has well, he been to prison? He hasn't been... Well, he almost went to prison. For what? But he somehow got away with it. He got. He was driving a car, I think he was drunk, with someone in the passenger seat, crashed into someone, the passenger died... And he was going to go to prison, but then he ended up with a driving ban and like a fine for vehicular manslaughter. I don't. I, well, whether it's class, whether it was class as vehicular manslaughter, I don't know. This is when he was at Fiorentina. Patrick Kluivert killed somebody in a car crash, didn't he? Did he? Yeah. Oh. Let me let me just check that Alonso thing because someone <laughs> yeah. took. A, so, you could have libelled him very much. Don't know. Something definitely happened because someone <laughs> posted a picture of him driving. I think Seth Fabregas took a picture of him driving, and someone went, "Oh God, here we go." If you are um, Marcus Alonso's lawyer and you wish to follow Ryan on Twitter, how do they do that, Ryan? Uh, <laughs> let's not talk about it. <laughs> no, no, he he was um, doing 112 kilometers an hour in wet conditions in a 50 kilometer hour zone, 0.93 mg per liter of alcohol in his blood. Uh, he was the driver of a car that collided with a wall, killing one of the passengers. Oh, he wow. was sentenced to, he was faced 21 months in prison when sentenced in February of last year, but his punishment was changed to a 61,000 euro fine and a driving ban of three years and four months. Felipe Anderson's dad killed somebody in a car crash, didn't he? He crashed his car through the wall and killed the person yeah. sat the other side in the front room watching telly. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. See, now that's less of a ban than doing cartwheels after refusing to take a, a penalty. Defend <laughs> yeah. a penalty. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, if you put it into context like that. Yep, there you go. Yeah, fair enough. Well, look, those predictions ring us to the end of our podcast. Anybody else got any other business or parish notices? I think we just like to confirm that Tottenham, unfortunately, Jesse, I, I assume you're quite disheartened right now. I'm, are out of the Europa League. They are, are out they? of the Europa League. Oh, they are. No. That's just terrible. On aggregate. Pain own goal as well, was it? It was. <laughs> it was, Ryan. It was. <laughs> so fine. Harry Kane own goal. Yes, guys. <laughs> Do you remember the Arsenal Not shirt? Nothing is good in the world. Do you remember the time he was photographed in an Arsenal shirt when he was a teenager? You know what? There, look... <laughs> my country's not doing well. My emotional state is is unstable right now. So, <laughs> you know why why should this game be any different? He's That's what I own. said to you. He's one of our own. <laughs> <laughs> he just had a baby. Did he? Well, he did. He did. He named Mrs. her Kate. Ava, well. which is a lovely name, but he gave her the middle name Jane. And why did nobody tell her or him or his wife that you should not name your Kid Jane, when your last name is Kane. Jane, J A A N E. <laughs> Ava Jane Kane. Ava Jane Kane. Yes. That's a great name. Brilliant. It's a terrible name. I don't know. That's a great name to me. Oh. Ava Jane Kane. That's great. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Is it double barreled first name, like an Eddie Stobart, Laurie? <laughs> is it Ava and then Jane, or is it Ava Jane? It's Ava and then Jane. Wow. 
So when she's old enough to talk, she can look at her parents and say, I'm getting rid of this middle name. What was wrong with you people? What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> okay. Uh, right, so apart from Ava Jane Kane, has anyone got anything else you want to mention? I don't think so. Have a, have a longer think, Ryan. Oh, okay. Oh, there is something. Sorry, <laughs> thank you. Oh, God, I mean, I, I, I knew I was just testing you. Yes, yes, of course. Um, I believe this is where I... Sh- shoot myself in the foot and Ross isn't actually doing it with me uh on Sunday he would have said it this out don't worry <laughs> yeah <laughs> on Sunday Ross is doing a new FM podcast uh recording on Sunday night and I think it's with me from what we talked about um because I'm currently writing a piece as well which may or may not end up on manonthepost.com so right. hopefully after Sunday a little podcast should show up in your subscription box and it's not We've got a massively not, embarrassing then, social situation just about if, if not, I, I think I might just quit now and, and, and that's it. <laughs> You'll never hear from me again and probably people are listening to this going, thank you. <laughs> no, I can't oh. think that for a minute. <laughs> um, Ross has also got a football manager piece on the Football Pink website as well. So you can also yeah, check that. Good any of you grown men who still feel the need to play with a computer? Uh, and... oh, wow. <laughs> People do this. You're like, Alex isn't on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't say this if he's here. Do you play football manager, Jesse? I don't. No, I because you're trying to spend as little <laughs> amount of time on my technology as I possibly can get away with. Oh no, there's nothing wrong with spending all your time on technology. No, if you've got a, oh, okay. if you've got iPhone and a Twitter account, then <laughs> what more in life do you need? Us back to the iPhone. <laughs> Playing computer games, however, is the sort of thing you do. You sort of finish when your voice drops and you get hairs between your legs. Well, you I don't do say that. that to me. You do say that I'm very young, so you know. Well, maybe you've got neither of those things yet. <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> to be fair, though, I don't think my voice ever dropped. So I won't ask about the other. <laughs> uh, lovely way to end. <laughs> quick jesse any other business quick are you going to south american pod or anything i um just uh did a pod about the mls and the mexican league oh, um right. yeah and uh we're going to be doing a copa libertadores pod when that starts up again when that tournament begins when do the group stages start i had a quick look and it was all the knockout things still that seems to be going on forever there this is the longest tournament of all time mm. yeah it's happening soon is it the group stages it, yes i think we're starting next week oh good okay well, but you know next week like eastern standard time Excellent. I should look forward to watching lots of clips on YouTubes in languages I don't understand and have no idea what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> I got one the other day on, on streaming, I think, online, on streaming, whatever word I'm supposed to use for, for finding it online, that I was from an Azerbaijani website. Brilliant. Well, Azerbaijani website showing the Copa Libertadores. Yes. Fantastic. It was Truly great. is a global game, isn't it? <laughs> Um, well, you can hear about anything to do with the Copa Libertadores or Jesse talking about North American football on the World Football Index. Is that right? That is absolutely right. <laughs> Correct. Seamless link there. Um, they've also got other podcasts on um, leagues around the world, Italian football, uh, Spanish, German, Russian. Um, and they have tactics podcasts and they have the little pieces of me podcast. Anyone heard that? Will you pick your... Finished eleven or your, the, the eleven players that mean the most to you? Yeah, I just picked you guys. 
Oh, shucks. Yeah. Where did Ryan play? Uh, with Dave, actually, in the in the back in in Vietnam. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Uh, right, so you can get all those. You can download us from Acast, um, or you can uh, follow us on Acast. You can subscribe to us on iTunes. Um, you can, uh, if you like what you hear, you can leave us a five-star review on iTunes. That would be very, very grateful if you could do that. Uh, Ryan's gone. I know he went, he, yeah. You've upset him. <laughs> I didn't mean it about Dave. <laughs> Or look, if they want to follow you on Twitter, how do they follow you? Um, it's just very unoriginal under my name, at Jesse Loesch. Okay, if you want to follow Ryan, even though he's cleared off, uh, it's at the Ryan Goodman. Uh, at Man on the Post is the Twitter account for Man on the Post. At World Football Eye is the Twitter account for World Football Index. Um, at C Armband is my Twitter account. Thank you ever so much, Jesse. Thank you, Chris, and wherever Ryan is, thank yeah. you as well. Thank you, Ryan, for clearing off. Uh, and always remember to keep your man on the post. Uh-huh.